0: Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you for wherever you might be. You know, I say too much of thank you, but not. To- <laughs> all right, for you that might be listening, this is our first, you know, late night audio episode on CTD Among Blacks, and I remain with your DJ J Kings. You can call me DJ All Too Fresh, and I have today with me this night um my lovely personal person. I'm gonna say it like that. For you that might be listening, is name our name is will be ETK so she's gonna be joining me on this late night episode so wherever you might be wherever you might be listening you're driving you are walk you're walking at night night this is something we're trying to create for you to start listening to so you doesn't get bored Uh wherever you might be around the world and if you find yourself listening to this in the morning while you're going to work, I hope this particular episode help you to understand something and the topic of today is called Hustle is Hustle, so I'm going to be getting Ruby T.E.K. to talk about from the Jensen side, and you know, I'm going to be talking from the 80s, and just trying to share, you know, mid-80s, early 80s, however you want to call it, 70s, and you know, having my experience, that's something we're going to be doing. I hope you enjoy. So, Ruby T can you say one or two things to, my, to our audience?
1: Well, hello, y'all. Um, this is Ruby E.T.K. You guys are going to be hearing more from me, and I'm going to be representing the Gen Zs in this late-night talk that we're going to
0: have. Thank you, thank you for that. I'm going to ask you this question. Um, Ruby, what what do you understand when you find yourself in the midst of your friends and you guys talk about hustle? What what do you understand by the word hustle, actually?
1: Well, to me, hustle is... Awesome.
0: you know. So, in, you know, um, we're going to be bridging in different places. We're both from Africa, you understand. And we find ourselves living in one of the most sweetest, wonderful, free country in the world, which is United States. And for anybody listening, shout out to all Estonian. We're in Houston life, and this is where we're recording this life. And when we start traveling around the world, we, we, you know, we start to shout out to anywhere we find ourselves while we do the sleep night episode. So um, what do I'm. I'm just gonna say this. You know, I think we live in a world now where this generation believe hustle is hustle. You could do anything to make money. Yeah. But I think it's becoming where people are so much carried away about the hustle that they don't even think about the consequences that come with some hustle. So Ruby, to you, what what kind of hustle do you think is right hustle? Well,
1: there's
0: all, no. Is right. there anything right or wrong about hustle?
1: No, there's no right or wrong about hustle, especially. My generation, which is in the 20s, my generation, I would say hustle is anything that you could be able to make money and, you know, make a better self, better life for yourself, um, regardless of how much money you make. you know, Money is money. So now the value of money is, is, is going down, but. What,
0: what do you mean the value of money is going down?
1: Well, see, if, if for our people that are listening, you know, in Africa, a dollar in in my country, especially a dollar is like, I'll probably say like around 50 or more than that. So here in America, a dollar is, 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 is earning a dollar is very, you know, is, is really hard.
0: Than back home, so but I should be. That means I don't know. Do you know what you just said? I know <laughs> uh, you gotta take that back. I don't know, but anyway. Well, I think what she's trying to say, if I understand, is about saying you know, the way we hustle now is making money not to be valuable enough for people. For like some jobs you might do, the money doesn't even make no sense, yeah. Just feel like you're doing it basically. Lot, if yeah. I understand what you mean, yeah, but, basically. So, I'm gonna tell you like this from my own experience, I'm from precisely people that have listened to me on the video version of uh, ctd among blacks um i'm from nigeria and to me hustle i think a lot of people need to understand this generation now like it is not even about the money it's about what you build while you're making money and i think a lot of people doesn't understand like in olden days it's not even about the money yeah, it's about what you can give back to the people, the kind of job you find yourself doing, how happy are you going to the job, you know, um, what kind of friends do you make with a job and have you a family with the people where you kind of as a family while you go to work. But today, social media has make us not so people can just be in your house and you're making money. You don't got to be in people's face. You don't got to talk to no one. You don't even have to be friends with anyone. You can just be alone and you can control the world as long as you understand how the niche work, and um, and social media. But I would just say this personally to me and for anybody that might be listening, uh, as a Jensen, as oldies, as a young one, hustle is hustle. But please, we are in a section of the world now where social media keeps everything. You know, back in the 80s, back in the early 90s, you could do a lot of things and get away with it where we did because there's no internet that could keep track with you. You know, you could do anything you want and nobody even know you. But now we're living in a generation where social media becomes, internet becomes a place where people are compelled to want to show what they're doing. You know, I'm going to a 9-to-5 job, I'm doing cybersecurity, I'm doing a business. I feel like I got, I got to put it online. And every time we're so kind that we put it online, we're literally putting something in history that now this generation can easily search and get a fact. In my own time, there's some things I, I would tell you i get away with. And you can't even know about it till I would die. Mm. But now in this generation, it's like you can't even get away with nothing. So now for any jensen out there where you might be, when you talk about it's hustle, don't get carried away that most of the things you're doing can be tracked. Mm. You know, you wake up in the morning. I told somebody two weeks ago, I said, just follow somebody for two weeks on social media. That will tell you their mindset. Mm. The kind of things they post the kind of thing they tweet, uh, the kind of post they like, what a comment, what a post in their WhatsApp, on their Snap, on their Instagram for two weeks. That would give you a glimpse of who people are. And that's one thing I think for a in the guy to understand now, like don't be carried away about what you see and controls you from not becoming who you need to become. You know, people can be going on different platforms to make money. What is the world going to talk about them in the next 40 years? You understand what I'm saying? What do you think about how do you see that yourself? I don't know, maybe you might have some question you want to ask me, but I'm you know, I'm, this is a section between me and you where you can just ask me anything, just share my own views. But personally, to me, wherever you might be listening, this is CTD Among Blacks, and my name is Oye Bangi Akins. You can call me the J-O to Refresh, and I have with me on this particular night audio episode Ruby ETK that have been joining me to share our own views about how. What is called hustle to be our own world. So,
1: um, I have a I have one question to ask you. What's and the question? Is more of is more of um, for not I wouldn't say for Gen Z, Z's, but it's more of for like you know the people that were born in the eighties in the old old good old days. Let me put it at that. So, do you feel like you know? Us being in America and everything, you know, there's Uber, there's, there's different ways to make money like Uber, you know, DoorDash and all that stuff. So do you feel like most people, most Africans in, in America be able to do those type of works and not um, not let their pride get in the way of huh. them doing that stuff?
0: Um, actually that's a big one you asked and I'm glad you asked it, and thank you for you bringing that up anyway I think there's a lot of steps people don't consider into that part when you come to America but I'm making it in a quick way for people that might be listening mm. so for you Nigerian that you're in America I hope you can listen to this part and for you Nigerian that you're back home or anywhere you might be if you're an African you're an American that you have a Nigerian as friend and you see them struggling or you have an Africanist friends, and you see them struggling with some things when you throw it to them so I'll break it down my own, using my own personal, a little bit of faster in my life from people that I know. Mm. So most Nigerians that come from Nigeria are doing well. Mm. Our economy is just bad. Mm. And I mean, we're doing well. Some people have homes. Some people already built up their own house, you know, working in the bank or something like that. But one of the reasons why I think most priority people travel is because we've been told when you come to America, you're going to be better than where you are. Mm. And there's going to be security. There's going to be lights. There's going to be... um good roads. So when you watch movies in American back home, you see everything's clean. You're like, man, I gotta be in this place. Mm. And when a lot of people come down to United States, what happened is half of us might not want to agree with this. A lot of people might not agree with me. We're being subjected to the job where it makes us question what we watching in a movie. Mm. You know, you might be a graduate from home once you come into the United States. In in respect of how you might come in, even though you got your green card or you win a visa lottery, you're still scared. Mm -hmm. You're scared because you don't understand the system. You don't understand somebody to show you how to apply for a job. Now, if you're smart enough to know how to go on Google, to know how to do all these things, and you find yourself in the midst of working in a corporate place, you're still having a stigma like, I'm a Nigerian, I'm an African. You know, I got to watch my step. I got to do this. I got to be able to do this. Now, this is a story about a friend of mine that shared. Now, somebody close to me shared a a story like this. And the story goes like this. He was given a job. He worked in a place where they wanted him to do the job for three months, right? Mm -hmm. He didn't know. Mm -hmm. And he finished the job within one week. So he went back to his boss and was like, you know, what else do you want me to do? And he said, like, the boss had to look at him like, you finished this within one week? Okay, you know, but we're going to give you something else to do. So while he was being given something, that somebody in the office luckily was able to call him and say, What you did for one week is something you have to do for a whole three months it was like dang i didn't know i wasn't supposed to do that so things like that happen in that corporate world i only talk about the corporate world so a lot of nigerians a lot of africans still struggle to blend themselves properly because we we're struggling from cultural shock we're struggling from understanding the system we're not living. we're struggling to understand what we've watched in the movie to see maybe this is really happening. So a lot of things will happen while you're growing in that part of that world. But for people that come into the country with no papers, this is the thing that happened. Just for example, I'm an accountant from Nigeria, right? And I'm moving to the United States. For some reason, I couldn't allow to do the kind of job I have to do. Now, I find myself doing Uber, right? Mm. A lot of Nigerians who want to do Uber, and if they do it, they don't want to tell you they're doing it Mm. because where they're coming from, they're big it's like I'm a king in my own city and I'm here and I'm about to be a slave for somebody mm. and the slave is not even a slave it's because the country make you feel like it's a slave mm. you understand what I'm saying like and America make you feel like if you're an Uber driver you're a Lyft driver that means you're low class people mm. so how do you expect me to post a picture while I'm driving Uber so even when you ask me what do I do I'm going to tell you like I don't do Uber but the point is I'm doing Uber behind. And I, I have a lot of people that you'll see them dress nice, clean up, spray money in the parties, like, damn, this thing make money. Mm. But the truth is, the job they are doing, you can't even do it. So sometimes a lot of people, spare peer pressure. They don't want to tell the world what they're doing. Or maybe if they find themselves in the midst of people that are like, oh, you're about to go drive Uber, like, damn, I thought you were rich. So it becomes something like, I don't want this person to see me driving Uber and as a nigerian i think there's a celebrity back home that was telling them back home it was big and they caught him driving uber somewhere in new york and that thing went viral and everybody's like yeah so it's a peer pressure of like they must know i'm doing this Mm. so that's one of the reasons a lot of nigerians i can say about nigerians i don't know about any other countries like when we come in we're skeptical about the job we want but mind you you will be shocked there are a lot of Nigerians that I know vividly that when they come into the country, they are doing the most worst job. Mm. Now, those ones are people that they are not bold enough to express themselves. They are not bold enough to speak a lot of English words. So they prefer to work in the warehouse. And you see them like, bro, I can help you to get this kind of a job. And, you know, it's going to fit into you but they would never admit to you that they don't want to confront a white person, a black person speaking mm. too much of English. So I'm just going to stick to the job that doesn't require me to say too much of words. Mm. So uh, some people tell like, I don't like working with people. I just like to work alone. Nah, he's not about you. Yeah. Don't work, work alone. So I think that's, that's, that's what I can answer about that question saying, um, why do a lot of Africans come to America and they don't want to do the job? It's more because we're kings and queens from home. Mm. A lot of us are, irrespective of what we're doing, it's like i'm in my city i could tell you how to move you can tell me how to do this mm-hmm. so coming to a country where in america you got a clock in clock out it's a lot of things being changing in nigeria we don't have clock in clock out it doesn't exist mm-hmm. there's nothing like you got a clock in you got a clock out i got to know this when i got mm-hmm. to the united states so knowing like you don't clock in, you don't get paid if you don't clock out there's gonna tell you like why didn't you clock out mm-hmm. so that becomes something like you're trying to fight yourself to understand um they don't have too much of sass or ma'am. They call you by your name. Mm. So imagine somebody, me coming from a country where where they talk to me, the guy to talk to me like, sir. All right, mm. sir. Good morning, sir. And I found myself in a country where a 19 year old boy just called me by my first name in my workplace. Mm. So I got a process here, like, is that boy not disrespectful calling me my name? Mm. So a lot of things like that come in place. It's, it's a big topic, like, we might have to talk about it entirely on its own, like, you know. How why some Africans struggle with the kind of job they do in America. But that's just the paraphrase on how I could tell you on, on that part. I hope I've been able to answer the question. Uh, I, I'm just going to say this. We're, we're talking about hustle is hustle, and I'm just going to bring out some basic things for you. If you're an African and you listen to this, and I'm, I'm going to give you some basic things that I know have crossed my path that you can easily do. There's a lot of jobs online. That they want you to review movies. If you're a very brilliant person, then you feel like you're very, very brilliant. There are a lot of websites. There are a lot of websites that they want you to just, you know, read books and review it. There are a lot of websites that they want you to do assignment for people that exist in this United States. If you know how to find your ways around it, there are a lot of websites that they want you to do school assignments for students. You get paid for that. So if you find your way around it, you could do that. That's something you could do. Um, Hustle is hustle. Uh, You could do Uber. If you got your papers right, you could drive Lyft. Uh, You could find yourself doing Amazon Flex. Uh, You could find yourself just a bunch of jobs now that has to do with driving. Me talking to you, I've done all the things I just mentioned to you, except I didn't do nothing about trying to write papers for people anyway, so don't quote me on that. Mm -hmm. But I have drive Uber, I have drive Lyft. I've done Amazon Flex. I've done driving for people where you deliver food. Some people will buy it like in the store and they will tell you like they'll pay you well if you have your own vehicle. Those are the things you could do. Like that, this doesn't have to even do with the app. The there on Google, when you Google them, like being a driver, and you could be a medical driver too. You know, I've picked kids to school. I've been a medical driving people, driving people to the hospital. These are jobs that if you're a person that don't feel comfortable to work in the midst of people, all you got to do is find a small car. You got your papers right. And that's something you could jump on to start doing. And then, you know, I found myself working in the IT world. I've worked in hospitals. Um, I've worked in the tech world where I was really, really working with telecommunications. You know, and I've, I've worked in a mechanic in America. <laughs> uh, I've I've been a driver helping people trying to uh, work with the furniture or people. Um, I've done a lot of works that I felt like... Um, it, it, I can be bowed off and that is where we want to wrap this particular episode With It's like, please as an African, as a Nigerian when you find yourself in America when they tell you hustle, hustle. please respect the law of the land mm. don't get carried away about telling you I've, I've had a lot of people get a victim of somebody will walk up to you and tell you like, can I use your account to do this deposit real quick and I'm going to pay you 10% please ask questions from people don't be so gullible because you're so in a situation where you feel like the money has to be something you have to make and you you know, find yourself giving your account and they pay you 10% and two years later, you got to pay the entire money you'll be sent back home. So mm-hmm. Google is a place you search things you don't understand. Google is a place that will help you. YouTube is a place that so many business out there you could do online. There's dropshipping on Amazon. There's Amazon, I think it's called... Um, Amazon VBA or something like that, where Amazon will give you $10,000 to start a business. You just got to do, um, you just got to do like six weeks program with them. And after that, they'll give you $10,000. You go get the clothes and everything you want. They will manage it for you. But it's like a loan mm. that you use the loan to start a business and you put it on Amazon back and you start making your own interest and start paying Amazon back. So there's a bunch of, um, you know, things and one more thing while you're hustling, Please. Learn to save in America. Don't think because they give you a credit card, you want to max it out. Uh, a lot of Africans that come from Africa doesn't know what a credit means. So to yep. most Africans, it's free money, yep. and that's another topic. We said we're going to be bringing in mm-hmm. You know, that late night a pod podcast section on CTV among blacks. Like, don't be carried away thinking. And get a credit card of $50,000, you could max it out. You're definitely going to pay that money back. And that's that's part of hustle too. But, you know, that's a way you can move around taking money out of your credit to start a business and put it in back. That's another hustle. Mm. I'm not trying to go into that for this particular episode. But, you know, thank you if you're listening. Uh, we hope uh, we've been able to give you one or two things to understand about this particular episode about hustle. Uh, we hope we didn't just rant. And if you find yourself living in America, you're planning coming to America or you just moved to America, please. Don't be too ashamed to hustle. Hustle in the right way, legit way, and don't find yourself doing things that you don't think is going to be What telling people that this is what I'm doing. Mm -hmm. And if you find yourself doing things that, you know, it's not worth it, it's not too late to stop because this is a country that they will definitely catch you. I can promise you of that. I don't care how long it takes they
1: definitely gonna,
0: gonna get you. that knock on your door they will they will man yeah. I, don't, I don't care how you <laughs> want to say it. it's definitely gonna come to your door i remain all too fresh and you can call me and this is late night ctd among black podcast and to me this night we've been able to have ruby etk joining us to ask some questions and wherever you might be stay happy don't think about everything too much and hustle And stay blessed. And like we always say, we're trying to bridge the gap and, you know, trying to connect all the dots. Thank you. Stay happy. Until next time, when we see you, make somebody happy.